Hey, this is Chris from the Tech Yourself Podcast. Before I started the Tech Yourself Podcast, I had a lot of reservations due to the amount of equipment and the perceived required legwork that I thought it would take to get a podcast off the ground. But I'm happy to say that I found a solution for that, and that solution is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reasons I like Anchor are, it literally does all the things you would need it to do getting a podcast off the ground. Right now, I have my iPad open with the Anchor app, and I just press record, and there you go. You know, everything is done. So if you've always wanted to get started making a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That is anchor.fm slash start. You can join me and other diverse community of podcast members already using Anchor. Can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, welcome to the Tech Yourself Podcast, the place where we talk tech. So we'll get right into this episode, which is technically episode one. What we're going to talk about mostly is the Samsung event that just passed. I think that's still pretty fresh in everyone's mind. And I'll give my reactions and kind of thoughts on what I thought about the event and what things I'm excited for and what things I didn't really care for. For the Samsung event, there's a lot to really unpack from that event. I believe there were four phones, as well as technically, I don't know if you would consider the Galaxy Fold a phone or tablet, the foldable phone, I guess, and then the Galaxy Buds. So the first phone we'll talk about is the Galaxy S10e, and that is similar to how the iPhone made the XR. I believe that will probably be the competitor to that. Now, it does have things that I think make it better than the XR in a lot of respects. It has a 5.8-inch AMOLED display. Uh, The PPI is 438. And it also has a lot of the features from the regular S10, which is the kind of starter flagship phone. Uh, Captures 4K video. Storage options are a bit different. I believe that one tops out at 256 gigabytes internally. And the other option is 128 gigabytes. RAM varies as well. With the 128 gigabyte model, you'll get 6 gigabytes. And with the 256, you get 8 gigabytes of RAM. And it still does include the expandable storage up to 512 externally uh, with expandable storage. For this one, the fingerprint sensor is located on the power button, and they also have headphone jacks, so that's also another good feature. Now, the base price on that one is $750 off contract, which I think is competitive uh, if, if it's supposed to be competing with the 10R. 
Now, as far as what I think about the S10e, I'm usually not really excited about the low end of a flagship, especially recently, but this one I feel like is different for a number of reasons. There are a lot of features that carried over from the higher-end devices that they released, and I think they're getting much better at having less features not present on the more budget devices. You can still record on 4K HDR 10 Plus on the 10SE, or the S10E. So I think they're getting much better at bridging kind of the gap between the budget end phone and the high end. So that's that's nice. And there's also features that I didn't think would carry over, like the power share feature where you can charge your Galaxy Buds using, and I believe the Galaxy smartwatch as well, using the phone itself. I believe you set it on the back and it charges using the Qi standard wireless charging. So I think that's a big deal. Um, but like I said, I'm not, as a consumer, I don't buy anything other than the high-end, top-of-the-line flagship, so none of it really applies to me, but still exciting to see how far we've came on a air quotes budget phone. The next phone that we have up from the Samsung lineup is the Galaxy S10. And I'll put the plus in there as well, but I'll talk about the S10 specs for now. We have the 6.1 inch AMOLED screen, and this time the resolution is Quad HD, which is uh, a lot better than the S10e. We also have a bigger battery, more storage options, and I believe the minimum option for RAM is 8GB, and I also think that's the maximum as well. Um, for storage options, it goes up to 512GB, and then expansion is still available. Um, via an external SD card. This also has better cameras than the S10e as well. They have 3D technology on the front and back camera, I believe. And all these cameras, I believe, have upgraded lenses, and they're also using AI as well, basically trying to go the pixel route. So, as far as the S10, the price starts at $899, so $900 starting price, but it is, I think, the phone that most people will get when upgrading. Um, and it does feature an ultrasonic fingerprint sensor, which I think is the best implementation of the fingerprint sensor we've seen to date. For the Galaxy S10, I think that will be the most popular device, obviously, and I believe it'll be the best seller, and it may have the best value. If you don't need a plus-size phone, that's great, because the S10 has sub-$1,000 price points, which is nice, especially in this age of we're moving well past $1,000 at this point for high-end phones. So I think the 
Galaxy S10 is definitely a win, and the upgrades they made, while not seeming super substantial, are definitely great upgrades. The processor's going to be fast, the cameras are going to be better, and I imagine a lot of the people upgrading are already familiar with the Galaxy line. I've never owned a Galaxy phone, um, and I'm more of a fan of the Note line, personally, myself, but I think if you're coming from an older Galaxy lineup phone, you won't be disappointed. The camera will be better, the battery will be better, the screen will definitely be better, your experience will be better, so I think that's going to be kind of the main breadwinner for Samsung. And if, you know, that'll be good. Now for my favorite phone out of the entire Samsung Galaxy event. That is the Galaxy S10 Plus. This is the phone for the people that really want to get the best specs in the most high-end device that Samsung sells in the Galaxy line, in my opinion. Because I'm not sure still what we're considering that foldable phone. I'm just not. Um, but this has a 6.4-inch Quad HD plus curved OLED display, which is really nice. And a bigger battery than the standard S10. Um, and it offers the ability to have more storage out of the box, depending on which configuration you buy, and more RAM. Um, so I think that's really nice. It also actually has different finishes for materials as well. It offers some ceramic options and can go up to one terabyte on the internal storage, which is overkill for most people, but it's nice to have as an option. And it also has some portrait and selfie enhancements to the, to the camera software, um, which is nice. This is the phone like I said, that I would probably get, being that I have a 10s Max right now. I like the bigger devices, and the price on this one is obviously higher. The 128-gigabyte um, storage internal option is starting at $1,000, so now you're getting into the $1,000 and up range. I believe the 1-terabyte option is much more expensive than a thousand dollars though if you want to go with that for storage so for my final thoughts on the galaxy s10 plus i like it if i was a specific galaxy buyer and i always upgraded in the galaxy line i think this is definitely the one i would get the problem i have personally is i don't see why you would buy an s10 plus if you can just wait and buy the note. I still don't know what reasons people would have for buying the S10 Plus over the note, other than the obvious battery exploding issues of the past, which I think have been fixed, and that was still, I think, the best phone that year that came out, personally. So, I don't know that I'd recommend people to buy it. If I was recommending somebody to buy it, I'd definitely recommend the uh, S10 but I like the plus models of phones, so if I was a Galaxy Forever type of person, this is the one I would go with, and uh, I still think it's a great device. There was another device that was announced called the Galaxy S10 5G, 
and there's really not a lot to go over about that. In fact, it doesn't even have a release date. And this phone probably annoys me the most out of all the phones, because I don't really see the point in announcing it right now. There's not even a real network or a carrier that will support 5G, so I think they could have waited on this, and there's kind of nothing to talk about. I don't know what the specs will be, really. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sold on 5G, and I think it's a bit early for that. I think it won't be mainstream for quite some time. So, that is kind of what it is, but that is one of the phones that they did announce. Now let's talk about the last phone-slash-tablet that was introduced by Samsung. That is the one I'm most in the middle on, and that is the Galaxy Fold, which was a foldable phone that they... I believe they showed it off, but I don't believe anybody got any, any time with it, or anybody even really got to touch the phone. But I've read a lot of articles that were kind of bashing it on the sense of the price tag is definitely shocking. I believe it was $1,980 before tax, which is definitely shocking. And that's coming from a person who buys Apple devices, you know, on a regular basis. So that's shocking. But the only problem I have with a lot of articles is they're facing it in a negative way due to the price and the fact that it's kind of a beta product, which I do agree with. I think it definitely is a 1.0 beta version of what could be the future sooner than we think. But at the same time, I think if Samsung doesn't put out a beta of what could be the future, I don't think we ever really get to the final product. So I do appreciate them at least trying something different. And it, while I don't think it'll be great, and I'm sure people will regret their purchase, I think the people that are going to buy this phone probably know what they're getting into already. Um, and, you know, somebody's got to be the first person to do it. That way other people can build and continue to make it better. So I think it's pretty exciting um, at the same time, I think it's definitely a gimmick at this point. Um, I also definitely want to mention things that I think the Samsung lineup differentiated really well this year. For instance, if you pre-order any of the Galaxy lineup before March 7th, then you also get the Galaxy Buds thrown in for free, which are $130 value when bought separately. And there are some differences with the Galaxy Buds that separate them from the AirPods. Now, I don't know how sound quality is. I can't imagine it would be that much worse than AirPods, which I do own. Um, they're not the greatest sound quality-wise, but they're very convenient, and I use them all the time, every day, multiple hours. Um, but the things that set the Galaxy Buds apart are they come in more colors. I believe they come in yellow, black, and a white, whereas, you know, the AirPods only come in white. They also... The case themselves allow for wireless charging with the Galaxy uh, phones. And the first generation AirPods so far do not have wireless charging. There's rumors that the second gen will. But, you know, that's further down the line. Um, so that's another good thing. And the cheaper price of the Galaxy Buds, that's about $30 cheaper because AirPods are $160 to start off. Which, 
I think that's something that's very cool that they did. All in all, I thought it was a great event for Samsung. You have the budget option in the S10e. You've got the futuristic concept phone in the Fold. Like I said, I don't care for the 5G phone. and just uh, I don't know. I don't really care for that. But you've also got the Galaxy Buds, which could be an AirPod competitor at a cheaper price. And uh, I believe they did introduce new watches. I haven't done any research on those, but um, I'm sure those will compete somewhat with the Apple Watch. So I think all in all, great event for Samsung. Um, specs looks great. And prices look reasonable for the most part. Obviously not for the Galaxy Fold. But I thought it was an impressive event. And good for Samsung. Um, that'll be the end for this episode. Look forward to seeing you more than likely next week. I think I'm going to start doing these on a weekly basis. Um, bi-weekly is just too much time. And I want to touch on other topics as well. Um, like next week, I definitely want to discuss the Apple Enterprise development app issue, which has been abused by many apps, and you know how prevalent that has become in the past couple of weeks. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next week.